0: Okay, so today on Forward Thinking, we're covering a topic that Charlie and I get a lot of questions about, and that's how a manager um, can you know, become more of a director, um, or someone who is a director, what are the things that they can do that can really um, make them a, a leader, Um, And a manager can even be a leader for the department, but really what are the things that a marketing ops person can do to really um, lead the organization in a way that's very strategic? And this comes about because I think a lot of uh, marketing ops people can get stuck in kind of a a manager role where they're really just focused on kind of getting the things done for the organization Mm -hmm. instead of really driving the strategy and um, the framework and um, you know, aligning to the business and being in those top level conversations um, where I think they should be. Um, we're a powerhouse for the business, let alone marketing. And uh, you can really find a great career path within marketing ops if you position yourself in a way um, that's more strategic. So we're gonna cover some of those um, today on what you can do to become more of a director or even above for uh, the marketing ops department.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think one key thing to call out is I found a quote online of the difference between directors and managers. And it was the director is the person with the map and the manager is the one driving. And I think that really helps just articulate kind of where where you fit in, right? Are you the one that's just doing all, all mm-hmm. of the work? and you're not really thinking about creating the map of where you, went, where you want to go. Um, so sh- should I kick it off? Yeah,
0: go ahead.
1: Okay, cool. So the first one on our list is really trying to create a relationship with all of the higher ups at your company. Mm-hmm. So that's the d- other directors, VPs, your CMO. It doesn't have to just be marketing. This can be across other functions in sales, customer success, IT, and other areas. But having that regular call with them, whether it's a monthly call, quarterly call, even weekly call, to try and start understanding what they need from marketing operations, so you can build that into the vision for the um, for the function, and also that gives them visibility into what you're doing as well. A lot of times, marketing operations can be misunderstood, especially outside of marketing. Mm-hmm. So for them to be able to really understand the value you're creating is really important. But then for you to elevate yourself, you're now in that director and above-level conversation. So they'll start to see you as a director that is that is building the map for the company through marketing operations. Um, and then the final point with that is that data. So all of these teams need marketing data. Mm-hmm. You're the person, we talk about this a million times, everyone's probably bored of it. But you're the person closest to the marketing data. So you need to be going to those meetings with data and helping them be better at their job. So they look forward to having that conversation and then they're able to improve what they're doing because you're there as a value add, giving them the data that they need.
0: Totally. The data and the story, which is what we talked about, even better, providing the insights um, already for them instead of just like, here's here's your reporting. Um, I think that's a really great one because it kind of, I think for marketing out people, it's hard to put ourselves out there. And leading into the second one, it's really about communication and marketing your marketing operations. I think this can feel a bit, I think, hard to do, especially if you're more of an introvert mm-hmm. or you rely on the organization to just really see the hard work that you're doing. But everyone's busy. And then even now, more so with a remote team, Um, You don't want to let the important work that your organization is doing get unnoticed. And also it's work that maybe other parts of the organization don't understand. So it's really important to communicate, you know, what you're doing, which is what you're already doing. You know, you may say, I'm doing um, this project but it's even more important to say, we did this project and it resulted in this. So really focusing on the value of what you're working on and communicating that out to the marketing team as well as the whole business if you can, or any of the teams that are really affected. Um, Really translating what you're doing into value to the bottom line.
1: Yep, so the next one is really owning a vision and roadmap. So, so much in marketing operations, especially at the manager level, we're just fighting fires, we're battling different things coming at us. And we're kind of whoever's shouting the loudest, we're doing that project, and we can get trapped in that. And it's very hard to raise your head above water and figure out, okay, what does the company really need? What does marketing really need? And what does marketing operations really need? So try and really take that time. To figure out what is your vision for marketing operations what is and then translate that into a you know, very specific roadmap on what you're trying to achieve obviously tie that to the objectives of the company and then communicate that with everyone then people are going to understand okay marketing operations is the strategic function they're not just a resource for us to like send work to
0: totally i think based on the last two like if you haven't created a powerpoint about what your whole department is doing the vision the things that you have been doing, what value that they're, that you're giving with that, like all of that can be presented at one time. If you haven't done anything like that. That's a clear sign. Oh, maybe I need to make yeah. that part of my process. And it's
1: for you, it's nice to have a North star. Like yeah. what is your North star? And it's not just gonna be one thing in operations. There's a lot of, lot of things you're probably trying to work towards, but just have that documented. That's gonna be something that you just repeat over and over and over again to the team, yourself, And make sure that everything you're doing is working towards that North Star.
0: Totally. All right, fourth thing. So this might be a hard one for everyone (laughs) because everyone wears their busyness as a badge of honor somehow. But stop complaining that your team is too busy. Everyone's teams are busy. And everyone knows marketing ops is busy. So you don't need to really remind them. But instead, make sure there's a perception that you know, what you're doing is good. Don't get a bad reputation that you're just complaining. Um, really focus on, uh, you know, you're, instead of saying I'm busy, maybe rephrase that with my team has been focusing on a, a lot of strategic projects right now. We've made a lot of headway on some really key initiatives you know, that's a better thing to say. And everyone's like, wow, okay, yeah, you guys have been working really hard and on things that are really important to the business instead of just, ah, we're so busy, (laughs) you know? Everyone hears that, so it kind of just goes into an ether at that point. Yeah,
1: we have a rule at CS2 actually that, I mean, we don't enforce the rule, but it's to try and never say that we're too busy, Um, never complain about kind of being overworked or anything. And to always try and shoot for each one of our clients thinking that they're our only client. I think you can translate that in-house too. Try and make the sales team think that you only work for the sales team. Try and make the field marketing team think they only work for you because it doesn't mean you're taking on everything that they're saying, because you still need to prioritize, but you're just not saying to them like, oh, I've got so many things to do Mm -hmm. and you're just seen as a bit of a drag.
0: Yeah, and if you are too busy, you know, if you have too much on your plate, the, the thing to focus on is how can I build a plan to get more resources? Can I show that I can do X percent more on my team if I had the resources there available to me? And also happiness is productivity. So make that as part of your um, talk track as well. You know, it's not just, oh, we can get more done with another person. We can actually balance out the team, balance out the work, make everyone um, feel happy and more productive, which leads to better work with less mistakes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Being being kind of seen as busy and kind of unorganized is very different to that. St- you can still say no, and you can still say we can't take this on because we're working on X, Y, and Z. That's a different conversation than like we're way too busy because that makes it sound like you're you're not managing your work properly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so number five is. This is very related actually to all of of these kind of tie into each other. But this is making sure you actually have a strategic framework on how you work um, and what you take on. And this actually really helps with the previous one about being too busy. So you could use the RICE framework, kind of an agile methodology, OKRs, and really make sure that it's it's to make sure the projects that you are taking on they are the ones that are going to be the highest value, the ones that are going to provide the most value to the bottom line of the company, your team, the marketing team, help them scale, whatever it is. But you've actually done the work to figure out that this is that these are the right projects to take on and these are not. Don't get into the trap of just taking kind of the the thing at the top of your list mm-hmm. and just trying to keep up with everything. You have to say no. And the best way to say no is to be able to really prove that what you're saying yes to is the right stuff because you actually have a proper framework on what what reaches on what ends up on your yes list and then what you're saying no to or maybe you rephrase no to later um that is not the most you know aligned to the company's objectives Mm -hmm. so there's a ton of different prioritization frameworks out there or project management frameworks you know look into the one that you think is going to be best for you and the team you implement that and then use that as the reason why you can delay projects that don't meet the criteria to be worked on right now. And then, you know, you know, you're working on the best stuff.
0: Totally. And I think, you know, having that strategic framework, in order to execute on that, it kind of rolls into our next tip, which is don't get bogged down with kind of busy work, or even just a day to day execution to take you away from those strategic projects. So Especially if you have a small team and you're you're leading that, but you have a, a a big marketing team that you're supporting. Um, so your marketing ops maybe has like a little bit of an issue with the um the overlap between other departments. You still have to support them and then focus on okay, how do I delegate that out? So part of that might be hiring again. That goes back to resources or training the other team members um mm-hmm. so that they can be, you know more helpful in um, doing the execution for their own programs um, and empowering them to do that. So sometimes that will require a little bit of like work where you create templates um, and then maybe have office hours each week where then you answer all those questions at one time instead of just a zillion slacks a day, which will take you from your strategic projects as well. Or you can hire outside help like an agency um, which maybe is a bit easier to get on board because, um, you know, the operating cost of that is a bit lower than getting a full-time headcount, which can, can be hard.
1: Be variable as well. And you're hiring cost. for
0: sp- specific expertise, so then you know, okay, don't have to train these people, so it doesn't suck up your time as well. So that can, that can definitely help. Um, and then just build processes that scale. So instead of every campaign feeling like a really heavy lift. It can just be something that's easier that you can then delegate out don't get bogged down with those things um, that'll just suck up your whole day figure out ways to uh, make them a smaller part of your day uh, so then you can focus on your strategic projects
1: yeah number seven is very much related to that um but it's more about your calendar so i find that um a lot of people in marketing operations if you do have a team where you know a lot of our clients you know, have you know one two three like very small marketing operations teams because we're working with you know startups to mid-size um but still if you do have a team and there are a few of you you don't all have to go to every meeting you don't all have to be have your you know be part of every single decision um if you are a manager and maybe you have a specialist or something that works below you and they're handling some of the execution they can go to the meetings with that are about execution you need to free up that time so you can focus on your vision you can work with the the people the vps the directors and everything so really try and divide and conquer and um, one thing i always think about is that uh as kind of a thought experiment is that you wake up every day with 100 units of energy and there's everything's going to take away from the energy before you get to work you probably left with you know not even not 100 right you've got to get ready, you've got to deal with your kids, you got to deal with all this stuff. Think about how much of those units of energy are going to be in meetings that you don't need to be a part of because you can delegate. Execution work, kind of like the last point that Chrissy was mentioning. And if you use up your whole hundred units on all of that stuff, you don't have anything left to think about the vision, to think about the roadmap, to work like strategically prioritized, to speak to the VP, to like come up with your different ideas to build that map, then you're always just going to be stuck you know at that level and you're not going to be able to progress and elevate yourself and even if your goal isn't to you know be a director be a vp be a cmo your goal should always be trying to you know work on the best work within marketing operations or whatever level you're at um so even even if at a you know, you've just got into a manager role this is great stuff to think about to just thrive at, mm-hmm. as a manager and even as a specialist it's just to thrive at any level just trying to have that mentality
0: totally. So these are all things that are great like Charlie said for just elevating yourself, but also elevating your role means that the whole department can be elevated and that'll just give you all more resources, more budget, mm-hmm. more support and which will just make all, doing all this stuff even easier. Um, so hopefully that was helpful to you guys. Um, especially if you're maybe like right at that cusp of wanting to become a director or really leading the operations team and not quite sure on how to get there. Um, hopefully this will be some guidance to you. So yeah. So yeah, we'll see you next time. See on you next week. Thanks.
1: This is Charlie. So if you liked what you heard hit like on the platform where you watch this. Also, leave a review. Honestly, we'd really, really appreciate it. You can also subscribe where you listen to your podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even YouTube. And make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, which is packed full of exclusive content, updates for events or courses that we might be doing, all designed to elevate your marketing operations and B2B strategy. See you next time on Forward and Forward It Up.